0: Welcome to Kursi Panas, or Hot Seats in GE15. You're with Bridget Welsh on her episode nine of her series that looks at overlooked constituencies that help us understand the complexity of what is going on in Malaysia's 15th general election. I've moved from Ampang, further north, to the northern, rural, semi-rural areas of Selangor. Unlike other parts of the Malay heartland, these constituencies similarly are quite mixed, and they have the proximity to the urban capital, which adds a particular dimension in terms of the connectivity. They've been a place that many of the seats have been lost and won again. And it's here in one of those constituencies, P96, Kuala Selangor, that I'm actually focusing on for this episode. In some ways, Kuala Selangor is different than the rest of the stories I've told because it has many important players that are contesting in this particular seat. Carved out first in 1955... Kuala Selangor is arguably one of the most, the longest constituencies in terms of political history of all the constituencies that I've covered. But it's been held initially in the Alliance and later in UMNO, in the hands of the ruling dominant party. This was a seat that they expect to win and still expect to win. In the town of Kuala Selangor, which has become a bustling place, there's a big balloon, blue balloon, flying above the sense that this perception, that this is marked as Barasa national territory and they want to win it back. There are four contenders in this constituency. The most well-known is the incumbent, Dr. Sukifli Ahmad. Here in P96, Dr. Sukifli is a well-known figure, the former health minister, but he's also a two-term MP. He held this constituency from 2008 to 2013 when he was a member of PAS and was re-elected in 2018 as part of AMANA. He's fighting for his political longevity here. Initially, Dr. Zul, as he's known, was planning to retire, to turn the seat over, but that was put on hold when Barisan Nacional sent a big gun into this area. That man was the caretaker of Minister of Finance, Tunku Zafro. He was parachuted in on a yellow parachute or rather a yellow and blue parachute many of the local omno players still hold a sense of disgruntlement of this issue of parachute candidates he's not from here tinkuzafro in fact he's part of, he's seen as a wealthy elite with very little connectivity to the livelihoods of what's happening on the ground issues of agriculture issues of vulnerability issues of semi urban rural development they're very disconnected from the band-playing man of Tunku Zafrul, who is very much one of the elites in Malaysian politics. In fact, he got his position first by not being in a political party at all. And now he is being parachuted in with an expectation that this will allow him to continue his political ambitions. Kuala Selangor is a very tough constituency. Among the other two contenders is a man called Saeed Rosli. He is from Pajuang. He's the state assemblyman person from the state assembly constituency of Jeram, one of two in this constituency. He's popular. He has a base. He's known. And I'll come to the role of Pijuang and PN and a constituency like this in a moment, the spoiler role. Not to be left out, we have Perkton National fielding a man called Mohamed Noor Mohamed Sahar. So this is a four-man race. When comes off the highway into the area of Kuala Selangor. One can't help but see that there's a poster war on. Very expensive posters are fielded by Tunku Zafro, who's brought a lot of money into this constituency. Harapan is fighting back and has its own fair share of posters. But it is this real battle between Harapan and BN. Kuala Selangor represents the capacity of Barisan National and AMNO in particular, to win back seats, to take over power. This campaign they've struggled but Tunku Zafral continues to be potentially the favorite in winning this seat, despite the popularity and strong personal links that Dr. Zul has to this constituency. The reasons for that are threefold. First of all, there's a large sections of this multi-ethnic constituency that are highly vulnerable. This constituency is comprised of 67% Malays, 20% Indians, and 12% Chinese. It's had rapid development, but it's the Indian community that I want to focus on. Many of them, predominantly Tamil, live on the edge. I spent some time today speaking to Indian voters, asking them how they felt about what was going on. And like most of Malaysian voters, they talk about bread and butter issues, cost of living, but there is also a sense of displacement in the political process. They're struggling in terms of making things eat meat. Their focus now, very much is in the here and now. Many of them, and some of, not all, but some of them, did not have a clear sense of who was whom. They weren't focused on the big power personalities that the media has plays out. Rather, they were focused on the issues and labels of party brand, and also what was being brought home to them. They spoke of the rewards that were given during Deepavali by Tunku Zafra. Many gifts were going to the ground, They see the importance of being able to have political patronage as well as greater safety. People who are displaced often feel the need to get something immediate as opposed to more long-term. Do you like this podcast? Do you want to get caught up in more election and non-election news? Please subscribe to the Between the Lines email newsletter. It has an excellent summary of the key events of the day, insights, context, and does so with a sense of humor, which is priceless. You can subscribe at www.betweenthelines.my. That's just like it sounds, betweenthelines.my. How these Indian voters vote will be very important in a place like Kuala Slangor. We've seen in recent elections that there has been a decline in Indian support, especially among more vulnerable Indian communities for Pakatan Harapan. Both PN and BN have been quite successful in winning some of their support back. That's one of the issues that is very important in Kuala Selangor. Unlike the issues of race politics or concerns about place within the larger political process in terms of representation, the concerns that they are being marginalized, particularly in PN, but also BN, the focus is very much on the here and now. But like other constituencies, Kuala Selangor is a place of a fierce Malay battle. Kejuang and to a certain degree, Perica Nacional, are aiming to try to cut in. They want to win these seats. They don't care if they spoil the chances for other contenders. And it's interesting to see who's getting votes from whom. PN has been quite successful in cutting in Tabarasa National's votes. They've been attracting younger voters. This is something that the gentra tell me here in Kuala Selangor, that they're trying to win back those younger voters. We see motorcyclists driving around with very large Barisan national flags. Stamping this place is as cool as a place of fun. Tunku Zafral's campaign has had a sense of theater or a sense of celebration in the resources and events that he has held. The aim has been to try to win back young voters or to win them over, uh, knowing that they are such an important part, 30% of this constituency. PN has also had its outreach. Its candidate is younger, and they've used that to their advantage. Rather than host the carnivals and others that they host in other constituencies, it's been more of an individual campaign that has been very critical in how they've gone about trying to win support. Indian voters, youth voters, especially youth among the Malay community. We can see both PN and Pijuang with their garnered support may in fact affect the outcome for both Harapan and Parasa National. We see a dynamic where split voting is working in unexpected ways. Shaid, who is the candidate for Pajwang, is building heavily on his personal base of support. He's been seen as hardworking. He wants to win. He feels if he can win a certain share of the vote, then in fact, he may secure victory. I think Pejuang's chances are not as fortuitous as that of BN and Harapan. Dr. Zul is on the front line of trying to hold the ground among Malay support. Amana, his party, is wrestling with this issue. And while they've maintained respectable Malay support compared to its other coalition partners, both in Malacca and in Johor, they need a higher share in this election to win this constituency. Northern Selangor has gone through profound changes. It's a place that used to be a rural backwater, but now new roads, new connectivity. We can see Kuala Selangor has been highlighted as a place for tourism, part of the semi-industrial sense of what, how, of connections that are happening in terms of the overall development pattern. Both men, Dr. Zul and Tunku Zafral, are from outside, but Dr. Zul has been here a longer time. This type of constituency takes time to work the ground, to be connected. The question is, will the yellow blue parachute and the blue hanging over the constituency in the balloon be enough to rise BN's political fortunes? Or will Harapan hold the fort despite the attempts to undercut and the spoiler parties in order to undercut Harapan's chances? We shall see in just a few days. But what happens in Kuala Selangor, in constituencies like this, will be very decisive in setting the numbers for the respective coalitions and their respective positions. The 15% of the voters that will come home will make the difference. The focus on money, as opposed to issues, the focus on the short term, as opposed to the long-term questions of development, are crucial. Sadly, a policy discussion in this constituency was canceled. So the voters have not been able to hear the different policy platforms. They're hoping, they're continuing to hope as they look to answers to how this beautiful Kuala Selangor will become more prosperous, more effective in being able to improve the lives of ordinary people here on the ground. Thank you for joining me for episode nine as we continue in Northern Selangor for the next episode. I look forward to speaking with you. This was Bridget's Kersi panas for Between the Lines. I'll be back with more episodes and focusing on more hot seats as the election continues. Please stay with me. This election is important. I look forward to speaking with you soon.